Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Third World Cinema Club. And let's move on to Dustin Celestino's Utopia. It's speaking of Utopia, I just a bit to watch Utopia. Yeah, by Tristan. Yeah. <laughs> Utopia is in description ko sa letterbox parang your name pero drugs ganun. It's there's a comet going atop Manila and there are many people who are doing stuff. There's this guy who is um, trying to entrap his uh, quote unquote girlfriend in a YouTube yung mga puwa, yung Pickup Academy operation. There's this uh, old and young guy riding in tandem assassin duo who is out to kill someone. Na, spoiler na kung sino. And then, ano pa ba yung mga ibang plotlines? Ang daming plotlines eh. There's this trio who wants to rob a convenience store. Mm. Yung lawyer. Yung lawyer. Y- and there's this lawyer na babae. Who, yung pinagtanggol niya si Enzo Pineda. Pinagtanggol niya si Enzo Pineda. Who? who is trying to who is trying something he parang gusto magpaturo nung kanyang friend of a relative or something hindi as, ano niya sister niya a sister niya so magpaturo sa bar exam pero parang tinatamad siya and then yeah. pero shit happens in this film ayan so uh, na, nakita na ba natin lahat ang utopia ayan ano thoughts sino gusto magstay ayun DJ ako muna ulit uh Again, baka problem of expectation to sa akin. Pero baka yung inexpect ko sa kanya something closer to ang pangarap kong hold up. Mm. In terms of pacing, kasi okay, gets ko yung setup niya na maraming eksena, maraming subplots, maraming lugar na eventually magka-cross together. And then parang dun, pasabog siya na everything goes astray. Or astray. <laughs> yan. Pero natagalan ako sa setup. Parang nag-enjoy siya masyado sa setup for me. Mm. And it's something I appreciate kasi nakakatawa lahat ng detalye. Parang yung gangster na rapper lang naman talaga siya, pero <laughs> sobrang lang siya. hopeless romantic lang siya, kaya siya nasama doon. Yung lawyer na sobrang cynical about the board exams, ganyan, parang <laughs> minamaliti yung sadyante na masyadong idealistic daw, ganyan. Uh, lahat, yung ganong detalye, for all subplots, enjoyable siya kaso nga ang tagal nung setup. setup and then when it when it starts crossing those plot lines together hindi siya ganoon ka-satisfying kasi ang bagal pa rin nung pacing niya for me so that's me. could have been tighter i guess mm. ako ano yeah same sentiments enjoyable yung gusto ko yung mga films na ganoon yung tipong nagkakagulo-gulo na sila sa huli mga crime films although yung pinaka favorite i guess maybe part ko ng Uh, film na to, yung ending na yung implication niya na kung hindi, kung walang kometa sa Maynila, this could have been a, a lot worse. Yeah, a, dif- a far different film na closer to reality. Na sinasabi, ito yung reality natin ngayon. And yung small act of of resistance nung ni Enzo Pineda, nung main cut, I think siya, siya yun, di ba? Mm. Yeah. Na binigay niya yung footage ni of police abuse dun sa lawyer. Parang it's 
it's his oh, it's one little way na panglaban niya sa sistema Parang and that's ayun eh it's one of one one small act that can lead to the ideal presented by the ending to this film parang ganun yung ano ko parang hindi siya optimistic talaga yeah hindi, hindi. pero it's more of a what if scenario yes, parang uh, it gives hope it's it, it's it gives hope by giving that idea of what if pero in the end ina-acknowledge pa rin niya yung kung ano talaga yung nangyayari na ganun talaga ka-bleak. Pero let's, let's think about for a moment, parang what if, ganun. Ganun yung idea niya for me. Oh, ako, ako, I liked it. I, I, I liked it. Uh, tama. Uh, maganda yung ano niya. Maganda yung pinatutunguhan niya. In the sense na parang uh, yeah, we can't rely on miracles. Yeah. We have to do our part. Uh, Sadly, ano eh, it's not as tight as it should have been. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think most probably the mas maganda, mas masarap basahin yung yung screenplay. Uh, ang ang strange kasi ng I, I don't know kung kasalanan to ng Royal Manila Bay kasi bago pa yung ano, bago pa yung sinehan. Ang lakas ng <coughs> glare ng sound, yung ang, ang pangit ng ano eh, ang pangit. Yung sa Manila Bay, ang lakas ng drum beats. Sa akin sa tenga. Oh, I'm not sure kung ganun talaga yung score niya, pero it's ang ano eh, it, it could have been a lot more elegant. Uh, may ang strange rin na na for a film that uh, aspires for for ano, for for humanism in this world of uh where humanity is uh, is treated like uh, uh, commodity nagko-commodify rin siya ng characters in the sense na ang daming ang daming namatay, ang daming kanyan. Although I get I, I get it's part of the genre na, na it's a crime thriller pero it could have been more balanced. It could have been uh, the deaths could have been uh, done with a lot more care, a lot more sensitivity rather than treating them as punchlines. Uh, may, again, it's a it's it's a very noble uh, debut uh, from Dustin Celestino, who really isn't a filmmaker, I think. He's a playwright or a yeah. play director, a uh, theater director. Uh, uh, the fact that ang ambitious ng script niya, and he was able to come up with something that is very coherent, despite the many technical difficulties, is uh, laudable. I think yun nga, the technical difficulties or the technical aspects were the ones na nagpa ano nagpababa dun sa rating ng pelikula but overall you will feel that it's very coherent it's very solid and it actually reminded me of this film two years ago by Helen Catet and Bruno Forzani called Let the Corpses Stand. So it's about this parang western-like place wherein may iba't-ibang characters and nagpapatayan lang din sila. So in, in a way, it's similar to this. It, it, I think the length ng pelikula, yung, yung haba niya, was for a reason. And it's to give um, parang give a spotlight to each of the characters kasi ang daming characters eh so we ensemble ha- uh, and, and it's a very very strong ensemble siguro save a few select people um, for instance yung si Tiger tawag ko sobrang irita ako sa kanya masyadong okay um, but yung nagfe-film ng ano yung basta yun yung Holy Cabalbon 
Yeah. Hindi ko alam kung ano yung name nung character ni Tiger. But anyway, yung si Huli Cabalbon. Parang masya... I don't know. Pero... Tama na nakakasar siya. Nakakasar. And siguro intentional yun. I don't know. Pero ang ang ganda ng pagkakatahi ng pelikula eh. It's um uh, it's like a, a tapestry of different stories uh, from different perspectives, from different point of views, from different locations. And nag-connect siya all together eh. And yung comet siguro it was just an additional piece to to give it a, a bit of a magic realism kumbaga dahil nagkaroon ng comet ito yung nangyari but without the comet tulad nga doon sa end part ito siguro impossible na nangyari so it gave also a different perspective on what the film could have been towards the end so uh, ang ang ganda tawon ko no 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 ako talagang sobrang amazed lang ako kasi siguro tatlo lang din kami doon sa loob ng sinehan kasama na ako doon ayan <laughs> wala ka doon hindi wala pala ako doon <laughs> Uh, ito yung notes ni Emil Havilena sa Utopia. So, so it, it's a film that he definitely thought wasn't perfect by any means. And he thinks it's fair to say that all of them in the jury felt the same way. But they decided to go with Utopia for jury prize. It won jury prize sa uh, Cinemon. Yes. Because most of them agreed that it was the entry that was most successful in trying something really new and out of the box. And they felt strongly about giving it some sort of recognition for the ensemble work, for the work of the ensemble. So, marami namang holes talagang pwede mo ipoke dun sa film. Pero there are a lot of in- individual parts that really work very well. So, any any final comments before we move on to the next film? Final comments? Yung, <laughs> comments. yung comment mismo, parang ang pangit. Sorry. <laughs> actually, 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 <laughs> actually, ano nga eh. Uh, sayang, nasayangan kasi ako. Kasi, ang, nagmamadali yung pelikula eh. Ah, nagmamadali yung pelikula na give it give it a few moments na may breather mm-hmm. uh, especially during the moments na, na na supposedly may effect yung comet dun sa mm-hmm. sa goings on uh, it could have done wonders for the film instead of it being uh, instead of it speeding towards yung yung conclusion. climax niya yung conclusion niya may tension kasi for me na parang on one hand it's a black comedy na genre na the expectation ka na ganito yung pacing niya it's supposed to entertain you pero yun nga on the other hand gusto mo na humanist pa rin siya and wala, ma-flesh out yung characters wala emotional payoff eh ayun yung problem yes. wala yun siya emotional payoff parang pawns lahat ng characters to 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 telegraph that that, that awesome message yeah. uh, pero wala talaga I, I mean wala nga wala wala parang lahat sila lahat sila pieces in a in a game puzzle. So, nagmamadali siya and at the same time, parang mabagal pa rin siya. <laughs> Pero, again, because it's some, it's trying something new kasi. So, yeah. oh, it subverts that. your is it, mind. Is it really new? I don't think it's new. It's, yeah, personally, hindi mm. eh. It's, it's very genre. It's very 90s. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Emil, can you explain? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Emil. <yeah. laughs> but anyway, yun. Sige. Let's move on to Tia Madre by uh, Eve Baswell. Um, it's about this kid who thinks that her mother, played by Sherry Hill, has been replaced by a supernatural entity. And is she right? Is she wrong? Uh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we, not really, but maybe yes, no. 
Uh, yun. So, have you all seen Tia Madre? No? Yes? Okay. Uh, it From the casting din eh, no? Jana Agoncillo was also in... Nervous Translation. Film. Yeah, it's very similar to Nervous Translation. Parang siyang coming-of-age film viewed through the eyes of a child, pero this time may angulo siyang parang supernatural. Maybe horror. You can argue it's horror, pero more... Hindi siya exactly horror. Hindi naman malad jump scary ano eh malababababadok yung peg ni Mag, oh mas ganun eh uh, yeah it's this I, I thought this was an interesting film um, I as for the mystery of whether Sherry Hill was really a demonic spirit or not parang that's not exactly the point it's more that this kid is why is this kid interpreting it this way parang k- kasi uh, yun nga um, like in nervous translation some very mundane or yung parang hindi ma-process ng young mind na bagay it gets filtered as this something strange sa nervous translation in Tia Madre the filter turns it into something horrific na yun nga, may halimaw, may ganyan, may mga, mga bangkay, minsan may dugo-dugo. So yun, basically, yeah, and I found it very interesting, even though, yun nga, it can get a bit, a bit abstract at times. And how about you guys? Ako parang nakulangan ako dun sa character ni Jana Agoncillo eh. Kasi if you're going to look at the film, may mga breadcrumbs na eh na pinapakita na meron talagang problema yung character ni Jana Agoncillo. May, may isang part dun, spoiler alert, na si Sherry Hill, may kausap siya sa telepono lagi. Tapos, I, I think it's a psychiatrist of, or a doctor of sorts na parang sinasabi niya na parang may problema, may, may something wrong dun sa bata. Kaya siguro umalis sila dun sa dati nilang lugar and napunta sila dito. And the film is trying to piece everything all together but it didn't know where exactly it wants to go to. May, may na-observe na nga ako na parts na I think was very similar to Ari Aster's works like um, Hereditary and Midsommar. Pero yung naging problem nung nung pelikula na to as compared to those films made by Ari Aster is that yung kay Ari Aster medyo solid pa eh, or aware pa siya kung sa kung ano talaga yung gusto niyang i-point out whereas no sa Tia Madre lito siya eh. it's it's very perplexed in what it wants to say or what it wants to convey kaya ang nangyari is hindi mo alam kung bakit doon sa dulong part kay Jana Agoncillo or kay Camille eh, bakit nagkakaganon na siya? Anong, anong nangyayari sa kanya? Ako, same conclusion na it doesn't quite work. Pero I don't agree na it's even trying to piece together the things eh. Yeah, to me, I feel like it's trying to keep its mystery. Parang it doesn't want to spoon feed you yeah. what's happening. Pero in the process, it gets too confusing. Na parang... May, disco- may, may disengage ka na. Oh, so yung for, for example, yung ganong sina may kausap si Sherry Hill pero hindi pinakita yun kung sino yung kausap niya basta hindi na flesh out yung breadcrumb na yun I think that's intentional na binibigyan ko lang ng clues and that's something for you to figure out pero in the process of withholding that information naging inconsistent masyado yung pelikula oh, I think it's okay na nag-hold 
back siya dun sa pag-show ng mystery. But it's holding itself too much eh. Like, may mga parts dun na it could have been shown. Y- yung, for instance, yung character nung yung albino, yung ano pa, si Tisoy, kumbaga, ba, ano, di ba, parang pinapakita na ano nga siya, encanto siya, ganon. And, um, sobrang interested or sobrang hook ni, uh, ni Camille doon sa isang libro about encantos and about supernatural beings. Kumbaga, kaya nai-interpret niya yung iba't-ibang parte na nakikita niya sa society as uh, supernatural. She's trying to find ano yan, an explanation for these things she cannot explain herself. Eh. So, ginagamit niya yun as yun yung parang ginagamit yung viewpoint. Oxyka. Ako, I really liked it. I think, ano, one of the stronger entries. Entries. Yes. Uh, I I agree na may ano breadcrumbs, but I also I disagree na it should have led to somewhere. Mm. I like that they're breadcrumbs. That it gives the audience uh, parang a certain hesitation kung tama ba tong pinatutunguan ng ng judgment ni Jana or ano. Uh, and tama ka rin na, na ano na may pagkaari Aster siya because yung yung horror niya hindi siya yung typical horror it's the it's a more mas vicious yung horror niya in the sense na yung oh, mas insidious yung horror niya especially in the end parang supposedly shocking yung end uh, spoiler she burns her mom uh, but she smiles so what as an audience pwede kong siyang isipin na parang parang oh well midsummer pero there is joy in an, in the act of violence in the same way na yung end ng hereditary there's that certain joy in all the madness in all the depravity of yung last scene uh, ano eh um, it I think I think you have to ano you have to displace yourself from from treating the film as a narrative uh, mas ano siya mas uh, experimental well hindi experimental but mas mas experiential siya mm-hmm. you have to put yourself in the shoes of of Jana's character na you don't know exactly kung ano yung past mo you're just treated with a present na your this isn't this isn't the ideal mother that I should have uh parang ang sama-sama nakikita ko nakikipag-sex kong kani-kanino and then now I'm being fed with all this new information may encanto that could be my my yung albino na classmate ko ang daming ano yan daming information na and correct ka na para siyang nervous translation it's 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 similar in the sense na 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 it shows it at least tries it attempts to to show the perspective of uh, a young girl ng isang trauma sa isang buhay niya and then this one lang mas pumupunta towards the supernatural uh, I, I liked it a lot, a lot it's like reverse Rosemary's Baby mm. na sa Rosemary's Baby it's the it's the mother uh, being paranoid dun sa anak niya sa possible anak niya ito it's the it's a, a it's a child being paranoid dun sa mother niya Rosemary's mother yeah. <laughs> so it's ano eh it's a and, and sa akin yung journey ng pelikula na to it's a yung sorry ah, selection committee 
isa to sa ano eh, sa ito yung ano eh, parang uh, ang tawag doon backup backup script I think yung original is yung ascendant, ascendant ni Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Anthony Sanchez. Sarah. So we had to replace it with another ano, with another horror film. And yung script nito hindi siya buo. Parang ang dami niyang ano, actually yung yung original script mas ano eh, mas yung breadcrumbs, hindi lang siya breadcrumb. May kita mo talaga kung ano yung dati. Nandoon na yung tinapay oh, talaga. Nandoon yung tinapay. Uh, so explicit, ex- oh, mas evident So I was I was glad na breadcrumbs to kasi mas ano siya mas nakakatakot hindi ko kasi alam kung kung totoo ba or hindi uh, it's mas paranoid ako mas nafi-feel ko yung 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 bewilderment ng daughter to the point na she had to do that depraved act in the end okay any more comments before our last film yan whoa the effects Ah, well, ano, um... Indie effects. Indie films. Indie effects, I mean, yeah. It is what it is. Mm. But sometimes it, it's good, sometimes... It did its part. Okay, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> okay, so let's go to our Cinema One Originals Best Film. Yeah. An audience choice, wow. <laughs> Para Cinemalaya and Cinema One, gan pareho eh, no? Best film, best. And two for two si Gian Carlo, no? Uh, Hall of Fame. Kasi nanalo ang best na best film ng Pake before, if I remember correctly. So, two times winner na siya? Yes. To be fair, ganda na. Okay, ang nanalo na best film na. So, anyway, yun. Gian Carlo, Abrahams, sila sila the same people it's about this guy who breaks up with his boyfriend and then without telling any, anyone goes to Cagayan de Oro he returns after a few years and he tries to catch up with what happened in his life so yun sino gusto mag oh ikaw Jim what did you think about Sila Sila uh, isa siya sa favorite film ko this year uh-huh. I, li- I love it super um, actually, hindi ko nga ramdam na it's about ghosting. Mas nakita ko siya as a, f- a film about friendship. Yeah, yeah. Sa totoo lang. Kasi, although yung focus ng story or yung, cent- yung center ng story ay kay Gab, which was um, mm-hmm. brilliantly played by Gio Gahol, um, yung decisions niya in life, even yung mga relationships niya, mas nakita ko talaga yung bonding ng friendships even naman nung character niya with ano eh, with Jared di ba uh, played then brilliantly ni ano Topher Fabregas uh, tawag dito before sila naging sila ano eh, di ba they're friends so they're friends. talagang actually yung na parang asyang may vibes ng mga parang 90s films na about friendship eh ganun so i think yun yung na-achieve nung film na were ano eh, parang attempting to do uh, friendship movies effectively. However, nag-feel yung mga other friendship movies na nagagawa uh, recently or lately. So, ano pa ba? Basta strong ng performances talaga nila ano dito. Jigua Hall and Tuper Fabregas. And uh, highly commended din yung 
syempre, um, supporting actors like yun sila Adrian Vergara, si Fee Palmos, ganun. Kasi so, award-winning uh, director si Dwayne Baltazar. And surprisingly, Jane of and all future trades, Uniqlo yeah, no? ambassador. <laughs> si Dwayne Baltazar, no. Kasi ang nakakatuwa dito, alam mo na itong mga actors na to galing ng theater. Sila-sila. Uh-huh. Sila-sila, <laughs> ganun. So, kasi Gio Gohol, alam mo, peta, and then, um, Tupper Fabregas, mga, ano yan, tawag dito yung mga paalta, tawag dyan alta, kasi yun yung mga, ang mamahal na susko, ang mahal naman ng ticket ng theater play na ito, diba? Para manunood na lang ako sa scene, over manood ng stage play, kasi ang mahal, talaga comparably with uh, a cinema, uh, mahal ang theater uh, place pag-iipunan mo talaga. So, watching them, nakakatuwa, ganun. Kasi, mga thespians yung napapanood mo eh. Hindi sila yung biro-biro na mainstream acting, ganun. Hmm. So, ayun. Gusto ko yung music, yung soundtrack, um, even the cinematography, I, li- I like it. And maganda yung screenplay kasi ito yung language, yung dialogue nila. Ito yung ngayon eh. Ito yung na, ano, ma-observe mo na discussions or usapan ngayon. And what I love about this film as well, kasi diba si Fee Palmos nandito and Bart Gingona, and both of them, uh, meron silang pelikula with Sinag Maynila this year. So with um, Bart Gingona, yung Akin ng Koro, ay sorry, um, Lakbayan, a segment in Lakbayan, uh, directed by Love Diaz, hindi ko siya nagustuhan doon kasi masyadong chatrical yung acting niya. But here, as Max, Tuwang tuwa ako with Bargain Gona dito. Now with Fee Palmos, kasi napanood ko siya with akin ng Corona na confident ni Narcabi ko, which magkakasama naman sila ni Gio Gahol and mga budding artists, yun ang ano nga nila, uh, tawag nila sa group nila. Same eh, magaling pa din siya. Kahit uh, pa, konti lang din yung ano, appearance niya. Maganda yung film. And ang gusto ko pa dito yung sin-stealing scene ni Bugabonada as the grab, grab drive, driver ko, no? Talagang... Grab ba talaga siya? Grab ba talaga? <laughs> <laughs> baka hindi, baka dumaan lang. <laughs> so, yun. I love this film. Super. One of my, ano, favorites talaga. This yeah, it's a really smartly written film. May mga people who's comparing Gian to, ano? Parang Noah Baumbach in yeah. terms of... Yung parang okay, naturalness. Yung <laughs> ano, it, ano, it... It really is about relationships. And Sorry, you said naturalness. Naturalness. Parang ganun. Ano yung sabi mo? Tama, naturalness. naturalness. <laughs> this is not a word, guys. <laughs> Pero yun. Uh, it's about... Uh, it's about friendship. The, fami- the familiarity of friends. Na you, from, the, from the name, sila-sila. Parang wherever you go in the world, sila pa rin yung babalikan mo. Mga friends mo. Regardless of how far you go to para avoid them maybe or whatever. Pero ang galing din na ang ambiguous ng title, no? Okay, sila-sila. So, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Parang yeah. pagod ka na ba sa kanila or uh-huh. gusto mo na nandyan pa rin sila? Pwedeng both, eh. Para, mm-hmm. para, para siyang paki, di ba? <laughs> oh, dalawang meanings, eh. Dalawang no? meanings, May paki ka ba or paki, or paki. please? Ganyan. Actually, di ba may dialogue nga, di ba, si, ano, si Gab, sabi niya, akala ko yung mga dati kong kaibigan, sila-sila pa din. Parang sila pa rin yung dating sila. Sila pa rin yung dating sila. So, yun yung maganda dun sa film na parang uh, pag may mga issues tayo in life, parang we try to avoid it. Even the people around us. Kasi we felt na parang may part nga dun na parang si Gab may pagka-FOMO pa nga. Fear of missing out sometimes. Na parang ano siya, nag-hold back. Pero nakikita relatable kasi masy- yung character ni ano ni Gab yun ang gustong gusto ko with the film ganun and 
uh, just like other films din ni ano ni Giancarlo Abrahan when it comes to relationships clear yung ano niya yung uh, depiction niya even the narrative regarding ano yung mga relationships ng ano characters sa films pero yung ano eh uh, yeah sila sila same people pero yung sila sila could also refer to sila sila Then, ibang tao ibang tao ibang tao and i think yung and that's what i really liked about the film it's it's the quintessential uh, queer film of uh, this generation na yung language niya very ano authentic. very not not really authentic pero pero it doesn't it doesn't regard the the lgbt community as a as an other mm. uh, ano siya eh, oh, oh, kasi right from the they, start they feel belong hindi hindi siya belongingness eh. it's it it's completely disregards nga parang normal ah. hindi siya ay ayun kasi that's that has always been the problem of a lot of queer films parang spectacle yung gay sex uh, either martyr yung mga ano there 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 stereotypes dito it tries to veer away from from treating the character of Gio Gahol as a stereotypical Philippine cinema gay character. Uh, right from the start, uh, talagang ginulat na yung audience na okay, you're coming into this film as a as as an audience uh, who will see this kind of this part of the population. So ma- ma- manood ka ng ng kung paano kung paano nagse-sex yung mga yeah. ano na it, it's like this it's very like that very purposeful so, yes, person, very purposeful yeah. so the right all throughout the film parang it it tried to veer away from from stereotyping the gay community so hindi siya romantic in the sense na sana magkatuluyan sila kasi yeah. this is love wins no it's it's a relationship film we're in Nakapikon nga si Gio Gahol dito eh, di ba? He is annoying. He can't, ano, he can't decide what he wants to do in life. But that's how human beings are. They're not, they can't be boxed. They can't, they can't be, they can't be categorized as to choosing love over, over career because love wins. Ano eh, uh, I, I like how, how the film is so meandering. Ayun eto meandering talaga yung pelikula halos walang point wala siyang narrative uh, end uh, nag lumalakbay lang siya sa sa buhay tama ka it's a slice of life sinabi mo it's slice of life uh, lumalakbay lang siya sa sa buhay ng isang character na without any judgments without any stereotyping without any without oh yes He's gay, but he's not special. He's human. So that's what's really fascinating about the film. And despite it being, ano, despite it being like that, it's also very entertaining. Yeah. Uh, and, and your language, yeah, it's very universal, no? It's uh, it's a film about real people having real problems, trying to find real solutions to to their problems, and 
yun na nga, universal yung language niya. It just wants to tell a story about reality. About how these people are having trouble with their lives. How they try to find a way or a solution to things na hindi nila alam kung paano nila susolusyonan. You, you know, it's, it's something that even us as, uh, as people, uh, we may have encountered at certain points or certain times in our lives. And that's what made the film likable or if not likable then lovable. Tayo kasi the way the way I I I saw the film para tayong yung mga ano mga chismosa or yung mga yung mga spectators dun sa ano nila dun sa problema nila. We're the we're like the friends of these people. I guess it's also the reason bakit title is sila sila. They it's trying to pull us into their story, into into what they're experiencing and um, may may isang character don who's still stuck in the fact na uh, she was the star nung nung ano sila nung ito si sila, Adrian Verrier yes. si Linda si, yung yung character niya parang shila shila <laughs> yung, yung yung character niya parang stuck pa rin dun sa idea na nandun siya nung ay yung yung character niya nung ano ba nung batch nila kung ga, parang ganun pa rin yung pinapakita niya sa story meron yung part about kay Nicole about kay kay Gab about kay Jared lahat sila merong ano eh merong may dinadala merong may kanya-kanya may kanya-kanyang problema may kanya-kanyang pinagdaraanan and uh, if you patch it all together um, some of the things that they're experiencing or the problems that they are encountering may not make sense to some people or may make sense to some people, I don't know. But it's reality. Mararanasan at mararanasan mo siya And um, there's no um, solution to it. Walang, walang way para mag-end siya Kaya the, the way Giancarlo Abraham ended the film, it, it was it was perfect and it was... Uh, it wasn't ideal, but it was the perfect way to have ended sila sila. Mm. Okay, any more? Mm. One thing that made this really excellent for me is hindi siya obviously art film, unlike Dagito, for example, na parang ano nangyayari, ganyan. <laughs> this, this one, parang yun yung accessible talaga siya kasi siyabi mo universal, Engelbert. Pero actually for me, it's very particular eh to these kinds of people. Parang, I'm not boxing them, pero alam mo yung language na, that's why I say authentic, or maybe the more appropriate term is realistic, na tuminga parang improvise nga ito eh, parang nagkukantuan lang talaga sila on set eh. Ganun yung language siya. And the reason why I said universal is because we cannot just label it as um, the, the, the problems that um, homosexual people are encountering. You can also yeah. think, if you think about it, Possible na nararanasan din to ng heterosexual hmm. people or other people of different genders. You cannot box it under just a specific gender. That's why I said it's universal. Kasi may mga tao talaga na nararanasan. No, but what, what I'm saying was yung language, as in the actual words hmm. that they use. The words that they use. use. Uh, yung vocabulary nila, hmm. yung jokes nila, yung syntax ng jokes nila, ganyan. And yung sa pagiging art niya, nandun pa rin eh. Uh, yung favorite scene ko dito yung grab quote unquote grab drivers <laughs> pero grab ba talaga siya yun yung tanong natin yun ang sa... maganda doon yung after nun kasi ramdam mo na ito yung parang darkest moment niya mm-hmm. although in broad daylight yung pero pagbalik niya gabi na nung bumalik siya sa tas yung sobrang mood lighting di ba 
na high pala kasi siya tapos it ended with a joke so funny pa rin niya pero ang cinematic sobra nung ano for a film that's so intimate lang talaga and yung small touches like yung characterization ni Gio pag nasa bahay siya yung kumakain siya ng saging yung nandun siya sa labas ng CR yung kinakaskas niya yung pader na may gasgas ganyan ah. small details <laughs> like that na babad ka dun sa buhay niya very lived in kumbaga yung pelikula eh no? na tipong kasama mo talaga sila mm. na ka-friend ayun anymore before we go on to our final ano oh, okay so that ends our competition films ano section um, if anyone wants to comment about the short films have you seen if Uh, a particular short film just I guess name one if you've seen one and then what did you think about it um, start na lang muna siguro ako with uh, The Slums mm. yeah it's a very it's a it's a film about a family that's ano, documentary it's a mockumentary of this family there's a na, na mahirap sila but the, the filmmakers are making them poorer than they actually are it's I found it very interesting because eh? they, they did something with the subtitles na tipong <laughs> they're, su- they're, they're saying something and the subtitles are saying something else which works on a parang me- metafictional level na foreign audiences who come to this festival and see the subtitles will assume that that's what they're saying but it's not the case so it, although in the end obvious na siya oh, obvious na eh. poor, 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 poor ganun na sila eh. it's ano eh um It, it plays into this mentality na, na Filipinos are making these films about poverty, overplaying the poverty of these people, whilst parang kinokomodify nila for, for foreign festival audiences. At the same time, they don't give these people the dignity that they deserve. Which is, uh, hello, shine bright like a diamond. Ganun. Pero ano eh, um, it's... Yun. I, I really like what it, it was trying to say. And it's very funny. It's a very funny short film. Then. To me, parang okay, funny siya. Especially yung first scene. Kaso, alam mo yun, nag-wear off din yung effect yung niya. Effect. So parang, nung nag-wear off na yung humor niya, mapapakwestion ka na na, necessary pa ba to? Parang, not mm. again, ganyan. May ganong feeling ako. From it. Tsaka, inisip ko lang, kung intended siya for, kasi feeling ko, the The, the film yun, The Slums, parang intended talaga siya to be watched by Filipinos eh. Yeah. Kumbaga, yun yung intention ng pelikula. So, Pero yun nga, I mean... If it's watched by an international audiences and they will perceive it na yun talaga yung sinasabi nila. I think the, the, the parang ano, the disconnect between having us see it and having other people who don't understand Tagalog see it. So, makes it much more interesting. Ma- na. Makes it interesting for me. Para siyang reaction yata dun sa yung sinasabi ni Catriona Gray. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 you see, basically, the romanticization, the romanticization of poverty then na, well, iba, ibang usapan yung kay Catriona Gray. Seeing situations with a silver lining. Yep. Pero yun, um, ha, any other short films that you'd like to talk about? Ako yung, ano, ang lumunod sa atin. Uh-huh. I think yun yung film na pinaka-hook na hook ako. Mm. And really? Because uh. yung way na ginamit yung 
uh, yung mystery about the shokoy uh-huh. um, and also the mystery behind the missing kid which is yung kapatid nung bida also played by Dylan Ray Talon which uh, by the way di ba si Dylan Ray Talon parang halos lahat atang, oh, Dylan Ray Talon film, film festival, festival. <laughs> hi so, Dylan <laughs> so ayan pero I, I liked how the film was trying to present its story kung, kung paano ini-envelop yung mystery kung paano uh, sabi ko nga nung kinakausap ko yung friend ko which is si Louie of Cinephilia it's about this uh, kid who's trying to um, to fragmentize his own memory with um, with certain details wherein it's not it's far-fetched from what really happened about the kid kumbaga pinakita din oo medyo uh, the only qualm that I had with the film was ano siya eh, parang how do you say it uh, dun sa bandang dulo parang sinabi niya na lahat eh kung ano kung ano talaga yung nangyari which could which, which ruined the mystery for me but overall had that not been added there or had that not been placed there it it was a very solid film about how um, a person tries to recollect his own memory or try uh, tries to create his memory from what had really happened versus um, what he wants to have happened sa, sa doon sa pagkawala ng kapatid niya. Sinabi ba niya kung ano nangyari? Parang hindi ko maalala. Di ba doon sa dulo nangyari, um, nalunod yung bata? Yeah, hindi niya ma-revive. Oh, tapos, hindi niya ma-revive. Tapos tinulak niya sa... Oo, oh, dahil hindi niya na ma-revive, pinagmukha niya na lang na nawala yung bata tapos may shokoy. Baka yung shokoy yung... Baka yung siya, kumuha doon sa bata. Kumbaga alat niya madre na nag, kumukuha siya ng supernatural reasoning for his... Mm-hmm. Ako, for personally, sa pelikulang sa short na yan, I mean, I get, I get what he's trying to say, pero parang, no, by, I guess, the middle of the short film, parang na-overstate na niya yung kanyang metaphor exactly. of guilt and ano. Pero yun. Although interesting, to me, parang, parang may pagka-camp nga yung approach niya. Kasi, Actually, yeah. di ba, period ano din siya, parang set in the 90s yata siya. Yeah, 90s. Ay, kaibigan siya na nagbabasa ng liwayway. Baka 80s pa nga, di ba? Tapos yung mga, mga, mga posters, posters ay extraterrestrial, uh, mga 90s kasi Jurassic yung Park. May page master yata doon. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> ano yun? <laughs> Matsaka Power Ranger, so 90s. Uh-huh. Pero anyway, okay. yeah. um, any more short films that you'd like to talk about? Short films? Uh, ako, quickly lang. Siguro yung sa gitna ng lungsod. Ayun, okay. And purely because of the way it was made, yung visual niya. Uh, for sorry, me mindset kasi na parang a ah, student film to, pero for a student film quote unquote, hindi naman sila parang undergrads or anything. Yeah. Pero mahusay lang na yung lighting niya especially, yung the way sinetop yung PC na yung constabulary ah. na bumisita sa kanila. Magaling lang talaga. Na I, 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 <laughs> napapaisip ako paano, paano kaya kung ito yung gumawa ng ML for example, para and that way na may pagka may pagka camp din eh kasi exaggerated yung pagiging period ano niya eh tsaka yung, so, yung parang pati yung visual eh. yung yung cinematography yung, yung parang intentional yung na may pagka vintage like yung mensahe na gusto niyang sabihin din it's very ano very ML na tipong o oh, ano kung kayo naman yung naganyan pa, hmm. paano diba kulang lang siguro na okay na yung lighting eh kasi yung mismong actor parang not 
uh, intimidating enough. Yeah, bata kasi uh, Pero understandable nga yun. Yun yung mga pagbibigyan natin dahil tsaka yung pager film part. school, ano, movie. <laughs> pager, yeah. Pero otherwise, parang... register yun? How does it work? Yeah. Ayun, any know. more thoughts about short films? Ox, anything to comment? No? Alright, so let's go on to our last segment. Let's talk about a non-competition film or any other film na sa Cinema One that you have seen within the festival period. And is it good or not? So, um, start tayo kay DJ. Ayan. So, so, so what did you see? Uh, I saw Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yes. Celine Shiyama. It's about uh, Marianne, a painter, uh, who... Who is hired to paint the picture of this parang noble woman ba siya? Noble woman, yes. yes. Hello. Heloise. Um, and they fall in love with each other. <laughs> so, ano, DJ, what did you think of Portrait of a Lady on Fire? Hindi uh, pa yata ako nakamove on sa pili ko. <laughs> Kahit ilang araw ko na siya napanood. Yeah. It's so impressive. You really feel like you're watching a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While you watch it. Um, and I've been thinking it's because of how classical it's, it is. Parang, as in, the story itself is set in the classical era. Ganyan. Uh, yung central conceit niya is there's a painting, tapos choral music, classical music, yeah. costumes. Com- complete package siya in terms of classicality. Eh. So parang, yeah. andaling sabihin na <laughs> classic siya. This is an exquisitely beautiful film mm. talaga. Uh, and Celine Shama. She's a uh, parang minimalist yung style niya yes. in general. Yung uh, sound niya parang dalawa lang niya tayo. Yeah, not a lot of background music, mostly silent just dialogue, pero sobrang diegetic lahat ng music eh, Yeah. Sobrang ano, sobrang sobrang precise ng attention to detail niya, especially sa Misenson. As in every frame talaga is like painting, a painting. Yeah. Yes. Kahit yung mga in, in the dark na ano eh, everything really melts together and her films are often about coming of age films or films about discovering sexuality her first directorial film uh, debut was ano, Water Lilies which also starred Adele Hanel who was Heloise in this film uh, they're, they're about they really like she really likes to talk about gender and um, she's really a feminist naman, yeah, she's talaga feminist talaga yung perspective eh. political talaga Chaka about lesbian at uh, more, most yung filmography yeah. niya. Kasi yeah. Tomboy, Girl of Wood. Ang, ang, ang ganda ng pelikula. Nung gina, yung gin, pagkakagamit nung ano, Four Seasons ni Antonio Vivaldi. Vivaldi, yeah. yeah. Talagang, no, no, yung first na pinanood namin siya sa Power Plant, yung isang row kami, hindi kami nagsasalita until nung natapos na yung pelikula kasi hindi kami makahinga lahat. Ganun yung feeling niya. It, it was the same feeling that when we watched it the second time around sa Manila Bay. So, hanggang doon, ganun pa rin yung nadadama namin. As in, yung katabi ko, kinakabog niya yung dibdib niya. As in, yung mga scenes. It makes you want to catch your breath. Even doon sa dulong part, yung pin- nanonood na si si Heloise nung performance nung no. Four Seasons. Four seasons. Kasi nga, kinuwento sa kanya yun before ni Marian. Mm. Ano, mafe-feel mo, she, she, she gave Timothy Chalamet a run for his money. <laughs> Call me by your name na ending. No? Yun yung Is it a painting? <laughs> the joke na. Ano, um, adi, yung, yung two na takeaways ko din dito, lalagik sa review ko. 
firstly, we, we have, this year we've been talking about how we use gaze to gaze. show okay. like desire, diba? Ang ganda ng pagka-use ng paggamit ni Shiyama ng female gaze dito. Na it's not just objectification, there's something emotional beneath it. And especially dun sa last scene, the one where we see Heloise listening to Four, Seas- uh, Four Seasons, right? Mm. Ano? It's shot as if we're looking at her through the eyes of Marianne. Yeah, ang purpose nga eh. Kumbaga, you are, you the audience and the character, yun yung gaze mo sa kanya. Mm. And you're looking at her, emo- parang yun yung gaze eh, talaga female gaze. Lahat, na, uh, lahat ng aspect ng gaze na as discussed by si, si Mulvey, diba parang uh, it's the gaze, as in the gaze of the camera, the gaze of the character, and the gaze of the audience. Yeah. Lahat na ano dun eh. Lahat nandun eh. Nandun. It, it came together, and for an emotional purpose, yun yes. yung difference. Hindi lang siya intellectual exercise na this is what gaze is about. Addis- it, ah, additionally, ano, um, there's this theme then, uh, apart from, you know, the usual uh, feminism, uh, LGBT, it's also, it also integrates in a way similar to, surprisingly, parang LSS, that it integrates um, art and our appreciation of art into into our daily lives. Kasi Marianne is a painter. She uses art as a means to give away Heloise to the, the Milanese guy, di ba? Also, um, the two of them engage in more or less parang criticism eh. When they try to analyze the story of Orpheus and Eurydice, right? They're trying to interpret the motivation of, of the character. And through art, uh, the interpretation of art, like when Marian sees the portrait of uh, Heloise when now na, kinasal na siya, she mm. finds yung the book. Mm. Yung page. So, binasa niyo yung painting, di ba? Which is parang, it can be, it can signify na even though she's married, even though she's already with another person, she's still thinking of Marianne. And finally, yung scene with Four Seasons, parang profound works of art, kasi triggered through memory, they can still, they can, they can create profound emotions. Eh. Kaya yun yung, uh, yun yung gusto ko doon sa paintings. Speaking of painting, di ba meron ding nakitang painting si Marianne doon sa gallery, yung kay Orpheus din. Yes, and also iba yung, iba, iba yung, yung pagkakalathala nung, and she painting. she was the one painting it under the guise of her father kasi mm-hmm. di ba you know gender roles in the in that uh-huh. period very restricted mm-hmm. so yun uh, uh, i love this film it's really good it's one of the best films of the year it reminded me of carol uh, of 2015 but mm-hmm. at the same time it's totally unique all on its own because yes. it doesn't just limit itself to the idea na it's about lesbian love. Eh. It also talks about art. It talks about, uh, um, you know, the the guys of falling in love yeah. for the first time. Because, ba yung, yung si Heloise, she's never fallen in love. Yes. And, and also Marianne. So the fact that they had fallen in love and there were secrets um, that tinatago ni Marianne. For instance, yung pagtago niya na siya yung painter niya. You know, and eventually it was uh, it was shown and even the, the little details you know one says na pinapakita ng bawat character it all contributed to this one heck of a painting of a film yeah mm. it, it's it's not tsaka yung parang hindi ba hindi lang naman in Marion's case hindi lang naman siya lesbian i mean there's a scene there na nabuntis yung kanilang maid si Sophie mm-hmm. and um 
she nagbigay siya ng parang home remedy kay Sophie kasi sinabi niya she's experienced this before so which is I'm assuming she's had heterosexual so she's more bi than lesbian parang it also plays into how she am uh, ano eh uh, portrays gender as more of a fluid thing than just box and, into one and or even Helois din naman eh parang hindi yeah. naman close yung possibility na yeah, she and, did get attracted to a man because yeah. na, na, kasi convent girl siya eh parang okay. more of she's really just an experienced bookish person siya yeah yeah Um, any more thoughts on this film? Before... Lastly pala, uh, I was trying to make a point kasi na mm. although sobrang classical ng veneer ng film, all of its elements are like quintessentially classical. Like painting, yeah. parang, when you say art, you think of paintings, di ba? Para, <laughs> when, you see, when you say classical music, this is what you hear for seasons, ganyan. Pero underneath that, it's a very contemporary uh, excavation of yung gender politics of that time na yeah. Isa kasi yung inisip ko, so why why set this in this era? Parang inisip ko bakit specifically 17, late 1700s. And it turns out, uh, may interviews si Celine Siyama online about this, na yung time kasi na yun was promising in terms of feminism eh. There was an parang slight progression, parang medyo nag-progress yung feminists at that time. Kasi nga, maraming painters like Marian at that time, actual painters na career. And then there was a backlash. So she was trying to say na hindi lang naman tayo, ngayon lang tayo naging progressive. Eh. Yes. There were years before na naging progressive tayo. But it failed. There was a backlash. Yeah. There and was regression. Now and then, meron din backlash ngayon sa feminist movement. So, so it's not a linear upwards movement lang. Yeah, it's, it's more para sine it's wave. Exactly. Up and down. Yes. Yeah. And this is yung era na pinoportray dito sa pelikula. This was one of those rising eras na sadly hindi na continue. And para sa akin yung ano I just had to point I just have to point this out yung one of the most beautiful scenes don sa pelikula was when uh, was when Halloween no no when when Marian was trying to paint or draw herself yung yeah. si Halloween na kahiga nakaubat siya and then the mirror was on her vagina tapos pinipaint dinodraw niya yung sarili niya dun sa page Kumbaga, this will serve as a lasting memory for for you to remember me. Parang ganun siya. And the way it was painted. Diba? <laughs> Wait, tingyak ako. <laughs> so, ano, let's move on to the next film. Yan. Um, sige, Eiji, just talk a bit about uh, what you saw. Ayan. Na hindi naman Cinema One, pero fine. Go. Ayan. So, ano, pin-remere kasi nung, ano, nung, kailan ba yun? Saturday, Friday. Friday, no, yeah. yun, yung first day ng Cinema One, aside from the opening day, is yung Barbara Reimagined. Mm-hmm. So, I had the chance to see it on its ano, gala screenings at Trinoma. So, just to be clear, this is a remake slash reboot? Yes, it's a, a remake of a remake of um, <laughs> Celso Ad Castillo's Patayin sa Sendak si Barbara. Yes. With, ano, so, yun, so, background, so, si Celso Ad Castillo yung original, and then it was remade 90s ata by Chito Ronyo. Uh, and th- that film starred Lorna Tolentino. Mm-hmm. And then this is a remake or a reimagination, quote-unquote, of Patayin sa Sindak si Barbara. Actually, actually, meron siyang TV series before. Ayan yung kay Chris, kay Chris Yes. So, eto naman, this was directed by Benedict Mike and um, the son of Celso Ad, which is Christopher Ad Castillo, the late. Ah, so this Ad was, Castillo. matagal na pala to. 
I think inumpisahan siya ni Christopher Ad, but it was ended by Benedict Mike. Ah, kasi na, because of what happened. Uh, kasi when when I watched the film, yung unang ano niya, yung unang credits niya is directed by Benedict Mike lang. And then towards the end sinabi, um parang um, it's giving like a legacy piece to Christopher Ad. So, ayun. So, uh, the story is about a, a girl named Barbara who came home from Canada um, because her sister died. Okay. Um, yes. Hindi uh, Ruth yung pangalan dito ng oh. sister eh. Nakalimutan ko na. Basta, the, the sister was played by Marielle de Leon. Um, and um, basically, uh, all hell breaks loose when the ghost of Marielle de Leon's character uh, decides to hunt each and every um, character, <laughs> which is uh, si Natalie Hart, si JC De Vera, who played as the husband of Marielle de Leon's character, and Sia Rigor as, you know, the daughter, si Elise. So, Ewan ko ba, ang kalat? <laughs> Sorry, pero ano, I, I think um, to, to give it a fair uh, analysis of what the film was trying to say, uh, it, it was, it stayed true to the the story uh, directed by Celso Ad Castillo which at that time was starring Susan Roses. So, ang, ang ano, ang problem ko talaga dun sa pelikula was that I think it's trying to be campy eh. Kaya siya ginawang Barbara reimagined. But the problem that I had with the film was that it did not embrace its own camp. Kasi ang... Mm. Um, Nag-alanganin siya. Kumbaga. Oo, kumbaga parang may mga times na nag-hold back pa siya. Mm. The, the camera work was very flimsy. It was um, very sloppy. At the same time, uh, yung gamit ng music sometimes was unnecessary. Kumbaga, it was trying to be almost like an MMK episode. Wow. Ganun okay. yung... yung, yung pag, ang, ang ano ba? Ang <laughs> hard ba? But, you know, ang... What what I really admired though was that Natalie Hart was trying to embrace the character of Barbara. I mean, so, alam mo, I I really like Natalie Hart. Yeah, as an actress, as an actress. and also as. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, pero ano? Uh, Ayon. So ano? May may isang scene don na sobrang nakatawa. I don't know if. Uh, for for those who have already seen it, uh, spoiler alert lang din, meron kasi doon sa dulong part na si Mariel De Leon is naglalakad-lakad na lang talaga siya. Lalalalakad <laughs> <laughs> Tapos parang, ano, uh, dahil nga, nakatrap yung yung ghost ni Barbara doon sa doll ni, mm-hmm. ni Sia Rigor. Um, may isang eksena doon wherein si Sia Rigor, hinahatak siya nung dagat. Kumbaga, parang siya sabi na dito ka na lang forever sa akin <laughs> tapos si Natalie Hart hinahabol niya si Sia Rigor tapos siya try niyang kunin tapos ano akin ka na lang baby kasi yun pala yung, yung character niya Sia Rigor or yung, yung bata anak niya pala talaga anak pala talaga ni Natalie Hart it ah. was true uh, ano yung term? Uh, hindi real life na anak ni Natalie Hart kasi baby pa no, no, no. <laughs> yung, yung ano yung, yung uh, tawag dito hindi ko alam yung Surrogate. Ayun, surrogacy. Yan. So, parang surrogate mother si Natalie Hart. Kasi nga, si, si Mariel De Leon doon sa cannot story. Bear cannot bear children. Okay. So, kumbaga, ang point ng pelikula, or um, siguro the point of the whole um, concept ng patay sa sinda kasi Barbara, is that yung, yung ghost ni Mariel De Leon, nung kapatid, was that feeling niya, ape siya, pero hindi naman talaga. <laughs> 
So, so para no point niya bumalik. <laughs> ayun nga. Tapos totally ang, different na siya from the ano. Kay Kyari Imagine Gym. Oh, okay. <laughs> Imagine. So oh. si si Natalie Hart ang nangyari. Huwag mo nang kunin yung bata. Ako na lang. Kinuha nga. Ang nangyari kasi si Natalie Hart yung ayan na tapos na akala namin tapos na yung ano lahat ng tao nagtatawanan na yun kasi hindi na siya horror eh. Comedy na siya. Comedy na siya. Kasi akala namin... Oh my God, during the gala screening to? Yes. During the gala screening. Nagtatawanan yung mga katabi ko. Tapos ano nangyayari? Ganun na siya. Tapos akala namin tapos na kasi nagkaroon na ng emotional scene si Sia Rigor tsaka si Natalie Hart. Tapos biglang si Natalie Hart, si Barbara, hinatak siya nung dagat. The end. Tapos the end. Hindi, hindi naman the end. Ang nangyari is, naging multo si, si Natalie Hart ta si Mariel De Leon. So kumbaga sila na yung nagsusilbing gabay dun sa ano, magtatay. Ito kinuhang multo. Naming <laughs> so, camp. Siguro panoorin niyo sa iWatt. I would recommend people watch uh, to watch it on iWatt. We'll probably do a separate parang podcast on yung mga movies na streaming sa mga ganyan. Kasi ang dami eh. Mga magsasampu na siya eh. Pero ano, I, I think it was very interesting as a, if, you, if you see it on a comedic perspective rather than on um, a, a, a perspective that focuses uh, nice, on the horror genre. A nice film to get drunk with the friends. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, pwede, no? pwede. So ano, um, let's move on to the next film. Ayan, ako, The Truth by Hirokazu Koreeda. It's his first film after Shoplifters. Yeah, and his first foreign non-Japanese language film stars Catherine Deneuve, the legendary Catherine Deneuve. Basically playing herself. Get well soon. So she, she yeah, she suffered a mini-stroke. Yes. Ano, um, in this film, she, ano, she, she's writing a memoir, and her daughter, played by Juliet, Juliet, Juliet also the legendary Juliet Binoche, comes with her husband Ethan Hawke. The legendary. The Ethan legendary Hawk. Ethan Hawke. And to celebrate, quote unquote, celebrate. And the, parang andamili lang hinalungkat na baggage ni Juliet Binoche from the past. Meanwhile, Catherine Deneuve is basically playing herself. She's starring in this film called Memories of My Mother, which plays very similarly to yung relationship dynamic nilang dalawa ni Juliet Binoche. And, and Koreeda Hirokazu stuff happens. It's a very Koreeda film while being very new. Diba? It, it's still, yung story beats ni Koreeda is still there. Uh, hirapan ako magsulat na review dito kasi pareho kami ng, ng opinion ni David Ehrlich na Ano eh, baka masyado magaya yung review ko sa kanya. It's it's like it's like reverse shoplifters eh. Na tipong Shoplifters is a film about strangers pretending to be a family and this film is is about a family pretending to be strangers. Pretending to be strangers. Parang there's still a family but it's very dysfunctional and and it plays din sa acting eh. Kasi acting is is parang being a con man eh. So parang they're they're trying to con themselves na hindi sila mga kapamilya even though talagang nandun yung bonds and even yung relationship ni Juliet Binoche to her mother in this film is mer- meron silang very weird relationship na suportado nung isa't isa yung isa't isa but they don't function like what you expect a normal daughter and mother would function so I really like this film um, it's not best Koreeda admittedly Pero ano eh, um, a lot of 
his fans will not like it because parang medyo nag I guess to them na medyo nag-stray siya from from the norm it might be a little slow to them kahit na may silang pero ako I really liked it um masaya siya and it, it's still about family eh. he Coreda still trying to explore that 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 thing about families and why we should be together why they are together in the first place and of course then you wala lang masabi parang she she is what she is and ang daming cute na call outs to french cinema yan may may, may scene doon about talking about film actresses tapos the driver me- someone mentioned Br- Bridget Bardot mm-hmm. Bardot starred in a film also called La Verité in 1960s directed by uh, The Truth yeah The Truth directed by Henry Closot so parang parang <laughs> parang easter egg eh no? parang ganun pero uh, ang, ang cute niya and ano eh also kagaya ni Ehrlich ano eh the, 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 the metafictional layer yung, yung memories of my mother it's not just parang diretsong mm-hmm. allegory parang minimeld niya yung mother-daughter dynamic in very interesting ways and ano more than the mother-daughter dynamic pinakita din yung isang character yung si Manon oh si Manon yung, yung, yung so kumbaga yun talaga yung nag-serve as ano parang uh, a memory kaya in my head it's more than just about the fam- family dynamic it's also a recollection of memory yeah uh, it's about them trying to recall the things that have happened in the past kasi uh, spoiler alert dun kay uh, sa character ni Juliet Binoche si Lumiere um ang naging parang mother-like character niya talaga doon was si Sarah Mondahan. Ah, Sarah pala. Sarah. Yan. So, ayun. Kumbaga, parang tinatry nilang i-recall yung lahat ng mga bagay. Um, kung bakit hindi nag-work out yung family nila. But at the same time, it still worked out in the end. It was still very optimistic. It was very cheery. And at- Complete with Coreeda shot of the whole cast looking up at the, the sky. sky. Very uh, correct at the moment. Ah, oh, this correct. <laughs> so, uh, for me, I loved it. Siguro, it's not. It's a film, definitely not for everyone, and it's um, some sometimes questionable. Gum bakit ginawa siyang ano? Ginawa siyang non foreign language or n- foreign language, but non Japanese. Actually, uh, may cast na ako for the Japanese. Kung gawin nila tong hapon ni. Eh. Uh-huh. Because you can't. Because you want it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. nakatuwa na may mga mention ng like yung Cesar Award, yeah. yung yun, yung mga inserts nila doon sobrang nakatuwa lang. Ayun. Um so let's go on. Ayun, Ogs. So <laughs> you saw a film this year, not Cinema One, pero it came out, three Filipino films came out at the same time. So could you talk about what you saw this week? Uh, well, this week I saw well Bacalihandes the annulment which is quite unfortunate kasi ang tagal na hindi gumagawa na pelikula si Mac uh, uh, well yung the annulment is it's, 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 it's not a good film uh, more than that it's a uh, it's a dangerous film kasi nga ang perception nga about annulment is that it's so easy yeah yung 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 ending actually in a film just to give uh well, essentially, my arguments, uh, conflict si yung, yung mag-asawa. So, nag-file ng annulment si, ano, <laughs> si Lovey po. In the end, since mahal, mahal ni Joey Bascon si Lovey po, mm. 
pinayaga na niyang magkaroon ng annulment. Which is essentially as the same as divorce. I'm a lawyer. Ah. It's not as ano. It's not it's, as easy as that. Yeah. So, again, it's very dangerous considering now we're in this uh, <coughs> national discourse whether or not uh, divorce, divorce should, should be ano, should be legalized. Because, again, yung annulment is not equivalent to di- divorce. Uh, a lot of married couples would have to say na may psychologically yeah. incapacitated sa couples. So it's not as easy as the husband giving way to the demands of the wife. Or the, the wife. wife giving, ano. So again, it's dangerous because it tried to it tried to oversimplify a legal procedure for the sake of, uh, of drama. melodrama. Yeah. For the sake of ano, cheap thrills. May medyo titillating kasi yung film. <laughs> and then there's uh, also so, uh, The Art of Legal which is surprisingly pleasant. Uh, magaling si Epikizon dito. Essentially, it's a the film is about a play player, a playboy, uh, self-processed, uh, self-professed uh, expert in, in legal bedding women. Women. Uh, Hindi daw siya nililigaw kasi he doesn't need the he doesn't see the need to make legal kasi nga wala naman siyang pakialam sa long-term relationships because purpose niya sa buhay is to bed as much women as possible. He goes to Davao meets Casey Tandingan, very simple woman na never had a boyfriend because may medyo traditional yung pag-iisip niya na in love si ano si Epikizon. Epikizon. So niligawan niya si si Casey Tandingan. Again, uh, uh, ang dami ng ganito mga pelikula eh. Yung mga yung mga playboy meeting their comapans ah. uh, dahil sa isang babae na hindi naman nila tipo, hindi maganda, hindi supermodel, pero na nahumaling sila. Ah. It's a it's not a unique ano, it's not a unique narrative. I think what what's what's charming about the film is that may dynamic siya ng local color na pumuntang Davao. So, yung setting niya Davao, uh, I don't know if it has anything to do with uh, our current president. Actually, but, nasa ano, nasa credits daw na I mean, may special thanks daw na Duterte family, Bongo. Uh, okay, well, uh, <laughs> nevertheless, parang binagayan si Katie Tandingan because here, uh, hindi siya magaling umarte Pero very natural siya. Bagay na bagay siya. Kasi nga, uh, nasa element siya. Nakakapagbisaya siya. Yeah. Uh, she portrays the, 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 not really a probinsyano. Kasi nga, uh, hindi naman siya sa set sa Manila. So talagang, yung stranger dito si, si Epic Si Epic Siya yung kailangan mag-adapt dun sa, sa bagong setting. So, ano, uh, it's pleasant. It's pleasant. It's not, it's not a good movie. It's not a very good movie. It's a it's a pleasant distraction. Magaling magaling umarte si si Epic Kizon. Maraming ano eh, maraming maraming kulang sa narrative, but I guess dahil very layered yung performance ni Epic Kizon na na tatabunan yung kung ano yung kulang. So ayun, just the two films that I saw outside the festival because pinanood ko lang sa Cinema One or the competition, competition films. Jim, last. <laughs> Ako, siguro uh, isang ano, foreign or world cinema sa 
Cinemon Originals and then Cats the Musical kasi yun yung <laughs> <laughs> So yun na lang ano yung yung film na lang Jim yung film uh, The Lighthouse yeah. The Lighthouse uh, by Robert Eggers Robert Eggers uh, yeah starring Robert Pattinson hindi <laughs> ko na pa rin yung The Witch Ship The Witch The Witch The Witch Robert Eggers but when I watched nga or when I saw this uh, Lighthouse Ah, uh, nagandahan ako. Nagandahan <laughs> ako sa dalay. Maganda. <laughs> Kahit yung best friend ko kasi magkasama kami nanonood. So, uh, for me, it's, um, tawag dito, nightmarish yung ano niya, mm-hmm. niya. And then, eerie nga eh, and atmospheric siya eh. Tapos, um, ang pinaka na-impress ako dito, si Robert Pattinson. Kasi I'm not a fan of Robert Pattinson. And, Aminado, napanood ko lang siya with the Twilight, Twilight. series. So uh, I this is a better love story than Twilight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, hindi ko napanood yung mga films niya like Good Time, ganun, or aha, yung aha. mga uh, art house film niya or uh, indie films niya. So Lost I, City of Z. Yeah, no. Really I, I don't, ano, parang I don't have uh, the right siguro to compare yung mga performances niya kasi hindi ko napanood yung mga filmography niya. Pero na, na-impress ako because of Uh, yung dedication niya with the character tapos nag-accent siya eh di ba yung parang very effective yung England pero di ba parang nag-slip ng konti yung accent yun nung nagagalit siya pero anyway tapos ano pa ba yung ang strong ng visual ng film especially yeah. dun sa mga ano dream sequences ito ba yung know? parang uh, di ba 4 is to 3 tapos yung film style niya is very parang yung yung age yung era appropriate yung mm-hmm. ano yung frames para siyang oh ano eh Bergman with a sense of Hitchcock yung yes. pagkaka mm-hmm. frame oo kasi yung, yung the birds uh-oh. diba the birds yung yung nakikita kong parang homage or the references nung ano eh nung film kasi may birds din actually dun sa sa film diba seagulls and uh, ang maganda pa dito Uh, back up pa siya with a strong performance by Willem well, Dafoe. The they're both yeah, no? really good. They're both. Oh yeah, they're both great. Eh. It's a very interesting ano, yung, yung film na yan. Mm-hmm. Um, yung parang retelling niya of the Promethean myth. Mm-hmm. Na, pati yung ending, ano, diba, yung kinakain oh, yung... yung, kinakain yung oh, oh, oh. That's, that's the ending of, of one Prometheus. of the Prometheus. Eh. Kinain yung liver niya eh, for eternity ng mga eagles. Mm-hmm. Pero in this case, eagles yung kumain. Ang dami mong pwedeng ibasa doon sa pelikula. Yes. Pwedeng it's, it can be loneliness. It Isolation. Can be parang, parang, parang yung dynamic nila ni Defoe. It could be rebellion against yung masyadong oppressive na capitalist systems. Mm-hmm. Yung mga working conditions na unfair. Pwede may parang homoerotic undertone siya. Yes, yung kamutikan yes. pang maghalikan. Oh, kaya nga, sa better love story ng Twilight, <laughs> di ba? <laughs> Tapos, That's the, the lighthouse itself is a giant phallic symbol eh no? yes. kung isipin mo. Saka ano, pwede ring uh, i-convey ng ano na message ng movie about uh, mental health ano. Pwede din, yeah. Psychological may ang psychological. psychological or or ganun. And gusto ko yung the sound effects, music. Oh, ang haunting, ang eerie. Oo, ang eerie talaga. Tapos uh, effective na talagang black and white siya, grayish yung ano oh. color eh, ganun eh. So, kahit yung the aspect ratio ng 4 by 3 it's, ano, it's Oh, kasi confining yung aspect Uh-oh. ratio. Kumbaga, it's meant to be claustrophobic. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Ayun. And then, short na sa Cats, sorry. Nakalit <laughs> ako. Kasi, Cats. Go, go, go. Sa Cats the Musical. Um, na, actually, uh, nung napag-usapan namin ng friend ko after watching Cats the Musical, for us, parang wala siyang kwento. But, mm-hmm. ang uh, amazed kami dito kasi extravagant siya in a way na 
the production numbers, um, mahirap yung PD, the makeup, a costume, ma-appreciate mo siya na magaling yung production. Sino yung gumanap na Grizabella? Si Joanna Ampil. The Joanna Ampil. <laughs> the legendary Joanna Ampil. <laughs> literal, I mean, literal, literal na iyak talaga ako, tumululuha ko nung komanta siya ng memory. Ganun. Kahit na, so, di ba sabi nila, uh, it was one of the hardest uh, roles in uh, Broadway musical. Ang, yeah, uh, ang, ano, ang Grizabella. Pero, saglit lang siya. Actually, hindi nga siya nagsasayaw. Ang mostly, yung iba pang mga supporting niya yung sumasayaw eh, nagsising and dance or triple threat. Pero to hindi. Talagang ang challenge for an actress to portray Grizabella ay yung kung paano magmamarka yung pagiging Grizabella niya na konti lang yung appearance niya and kakantayin niya lang pa ulit-ulit yung memory. Yun yung ano, uh, tawag dito, amazing dun sa uh, cats. And yun, basta nagagandahan ako. <laughs> yun. Okay, guys. Um, that ends Cinema One Originals 2019 interview. Uh, so, mm. that's our siguro other, unless we do an MMFF episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oy, mayroon uh, pa tayong the best of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Still have our year-ender. Yeah. <laughs> best films of 2019. Invite na ba natin si Anna? Ah, Ox, thank you so much for your <laughs> yes, for being you so with much, us. Ogs. Thank you. Sa thank ulitin. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. And um, we'll see you guys, I mean here, here, see, whatever. <laughs> we'll see you at the cinemas. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.